0: blog talk radio hello 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 and good morning on this beautiful monday it's a it's still beautiful out there it's not even that chilly here in winnipeg i have my nice cozy favorite patchy blanket couch blanket i'm snuggled up on the couch with my nice warm hot well i don't even know what it is it's a hot coffee mocha type thing. It's a concoction I like to t- I like to say. And I'm so excited to have Mr. Dan King on the show today. He's going to be joining us for a little bit longer. For as many months as I've had him on the radio show, I've always said, "Oh my gosh, I wish we booked more time so we could chat." And guess what? Today's the day that we booked more time. So, we're going to chat for a little extra time today. So, I'm Tanya Clark Marinelli, host of Empowering You and Your Children, blog talk radio show, and thanks for joining me yet again today. I'm super excited for today's show. Mr. Dan King is going to be on. And before I go ahead and bring him on the air, I just want to make a couple of announcements. So Mr. Dan King is going to be one of the speakers at the Plan Your Success workshop in 2017 that is going to be absolutely amazing It's a beautiful, intimate group, and what we're going to do is we're going to have five speakers. Like I said, Dan King is one of them, and these speakers are all amazing and excel and are just so successful in these different areas of life, so Dan King is going to talk to us about many areas of life, but more so the spirituality and aspect of things. And then we have speakers like Natalie Reimer-Anderson, who's coming in to focus on transformational nutrition and self-love, okay? I don't want to scare you guys away with the self-love, but I'm going to tell you right now, self-love is the base of every success that you're going to experience in life. And that's why I'm so excited to have Natalie on as well. So what's going to happen is that you're going to be inspired and motivated by these five speakers, and then we're going to go through your entire year of 2017, and we're going to help you and support you and literally planning it all out, okay? When you, as per Brian Tracy, I'm always going to reflect this quote back on a Brian Tracy because he was kind of the inspiration for this entire shift in my life. Probably about eight years ago, I listened to a three-day lecture from Brian Tracy, and one quote that I absolutely love was that he said, a dream is a goal in the written form, and when you plan, set intentions, and set goals, it is, you write it down, you set a date to it, and you tell somebody about it, which is everything that you guys are going to experience in this workshop, it is 80% more likely that it will be achieved, Okay, because you're vocalizing it, you're telling somebody about it, you're setting a date to it, you're setting that intention. And then you're going to go out, it's kind of like you're holding yourself accountable, right? You're going to go out and you're going to be more likely to achieve achieve it, 80% more likely to achieve it. Okay, so the more you vocalize what it is that you want to achieve, the more you create, you bring it into your reality. So this is really big premise as to why we're going to map it out and we're going to set your intentions for the entire year. And on top of that, you guys get me on a private Facebook group for 12 months post the workshop because your momentum may run out. What happens in a month or two if your momentum runs out? It's you're going to you're going to require support you're going to require motivation you're going to require some some feedback so that's exactly what i'm giving you guys for the next 12 months after okay we're going to keep you motivated and i'm going to hold you accountable to achieving all the goals that you want to achieve in 2017 now without further ado i would love to chat with mr dan king about this and how we can make this workshop even better for you guys in, uh, on January 7th, 2017. So Mr. Dan King, he's on the show monthly. He's the creator of um, Soulgasm, okay? His brand is Soulgasm. It's very unique and specific to his niche, okay? So Dan King is a spiritual advisor and teacher, medium intuitive soul coach, author, columnist, international speaker, and conscious entertainment producer. He's worked with such prolific prolific names such as Dr. Deepak Chopra, Sylvia Brown, talk show icon Montel Williams and Mr. Dan King is here to answer all your questions. So if you guys have any questions for him throughout the next 75 minutes, go ahead and call in 646-787-8296. Again, 646-787-8296. Now, let me just let them come. Hello, Mr. Dan King. How are you?
1: Good morning, Tanya. I'm fantastic. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm having an ama- oh, I'm having an amazing morning. I'm on well, a well, new fantastic. journey here. What's that?
1: Well, that's great. Well, and, and, and you know what? I gotta say, only my beautiful children and you can get me up and running this early on a Monday morning.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. You know what's funny? For my for my private clients, I run a 7 a.m. live stream and get them wow. planning their entire week. So not all of them show up at 7 a.m., but the earlier you get up and the earlier you get started, the better.
1: That's what they say, I guess, yeah.
0: That's what they say.
1: <laughs>
0: so how are you?
1: I'm, I'm great, um, you know, there's huge shifts going on, uh, as, as it seems as usual lately, uh, just these waves of, uh, of higher frequencies uh, are, you know, well, we're just being inundated with, um, so, you know, handling that, um, but other than that, it's great, the family's great, just got back from, uh, I just got back from Sacramento a few weeks ago, um, putting a deal together with an agent for the Soulgasm series, so exciting things happening there. Um, And, of course, you know, the big uh, Plan Your Success workshop coming up in January. I'm super pumped about that. Can't wait to, uh, you know, to help people there. And, you know, I I was listening to your intro, which was awesome, as always. Um, But, um, yes, I will be talking, you know, about spiritual matters on the event. And I'm so excited to be the first speaker because I'm really all about laying the foundation. Because the reality of it is this. Yes, there's four other amazing speakers on there who are going to be giving people um, their gifts, their advice. But the fact of the matter is, un- unless people realize they deserve to act on the advice that will be given by the other speakers, they're not going to do a damn thing about it. So my job okay. on on January 7th, I'm going to come in there and lay the foundation and remind people exactly why they deserve to act on everything that they'll be given that day. I'm going to remind them why they deserve to do whatever they can in order order to live their best life possible. I'm going to remind people just how freaking epic and huge they are. And again, why they deserve their best life. So I just want to to give a little bit of specifics as far as what people can expect from me. Um, And I am the first speaker right at 9 a.m. And I promise to wake everybody up in that room.
0: Yes, I know you will. I love it. That's that's a huge thing, right? Like that they deserve to take action.
1: Well, absolutely. And, 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 and I mean, you know, many people go to these seminars uh, and they're given just this invaluable information, but because they, don't, they, they still have this fundamental belief that they're only human, let's say, for example, uh, they, they, they too often don't act on it to the maximum potential. Um, so, again, I'm going to be rem- reminding people of their essence, who they truly are, why they're truly here, and, and, again, ultimately, why they deserve only and only their best. Because, I mean, we are being forced into a situation here collectively because, as we've all talked about before, we're, at the end of the day, we're all one being. just translated into many different forms. Um, but we're being forced into the situation now where, we can, where what no longer serves us has to go away. Um, we are being cleansed on a universal level, but of course that starts with us all individually because we all are, as I said, pieces of the whole. Um, so we are all being cleansed of what no longer serves us so that we can get on living the way that we're intended. So it's a very, very exciting time. It's a very tumultuous time as well. It's a very emotional time. It's a very up and down time, um, but it's a time that is needed and, 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 and it's a time that's bringing us all to where we've in, we're intended to go.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. So before we get started, Dan, I'm just checking in. How is? How are the kids? How is everything?
1: Oh, the kids are amazing. Um, Presley just had her first. Presley is, is my newborn. She just had her first day out in the snow yesterday she was adorable um, I posted a pic on Facebook she had one of those mm-hmm. puffy snowsuits on and, and as I said on my post it reminded me of that, that, that poor kid in, uh, in a Christmas story where he falls mm-hmm. in the snow and he can't <laughs> get up uh, it was adorable she couldn't move but it seemed like she enjoyed it but um, yeah and the other <laughs> kids are amazing uh, Kalea is just uh, she's really coming into her amazing own little personality that the shit that comes out of her mouth is just astounds <laughs> me every day Denim and Dex are doing amazing, and uh, of course, my amazing, beautiful wife is doing as amazing as ever, Who and I know she's listening right now, so I'm going to give her a shout out. I love you so much.
0: Ah, that's adorable. That's adorable and inspiring. I've been hearing so many positive stories, uh, relationship stories lately, and I'm just like eating mm-hmm. them all up, eating them all up, because all right. at one point in my life, I would only, I would only notice and hear the negative relationship stories. Right. Right. And now that I'm, I'm in a different place in my life, I'm like, I just, I'm aware of all the really positive relationship models out there. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. I yeah. I cool. mean,
1: it's, it's, it's possible. And you know, I'll, I'll be the first one to admit at one point in my life, you know, um, I wasn't sure if, or if for me personally, if it was possible, I wasn't even sure it was something that I wanted um, mm-hmm. but this lady named Kazda that came along and, uh, knocked me on my ass and I, and my ass still hurts. I keep getting knocked on it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely out there. Um, and, and, and I mean, so many people I know want that one person in their life. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's, you know, that person is likely out there, but until you realize who you are and until you start treating your, yourself in the way that you deserve, that person who will reflect that back to you, is ten, simply scientifically speaking and energetically speaking cannot come into your life. So anybody mm-hmm. listening out there wondering when, when Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright is coming along, make sure that you re- realize first and foremost, how right you are, how good you are, how, how, how much right you deserve. And then you'll open the door and allow them to come in.
0: Yes. Good call. Good
1: call. Now the reason, so we're
0: in the workshop item, in my practice, And I'm bringing it into the workshop. I divide, we divide your life up into eight different areas. Okay. Because there's so many different areas. So that we divide your life up into eight different areas one is spirituality, another one is health and wellness, another one is creativity and personal expression, another is wealth and abundance, another is career. And then we have romance, right? And your relationships, Mm -hmm. we have community and family and friends and then we have play fun and leisure okay so those are all the eight areas of life so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: today here's a little bit of my feedback and then you tell me what you want to focus on today I was hoping that we could tap into a few of those areas a few of the areas that a lot of people don't even could go through an entire life without even thinking about and one Mm -hmm. of those areas is creativity and personal expression Mm-hmm. In my experience, the last three, four years working with clients, when, we, when I introduce this life area to them, they're like, I don't know. Never thought of it before. I have right. no idea. What are my, you know, how do I express myself? You know? So do you have any feedback on that specific area?
1: Well, everything rests on that one specific area. Okay. Uh, because, in, because until you can express who you truly are, which is your innate creativity, because we all are natural creators, uh, because we're all connected to the one, uh, uh, one creator, and we, are, we actually are all that one creator. Again, as I said, just translated into many forms. But until you are and, and, and until you can express yourself and therefore mm-hmm. your creativity in the way that you're divinely intended to, then, then you will not be able to maximize all other areas of your life.
0: Okay. So it's that important,
1: Oh, it's, 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 it's literally the end-all and be-all. Until you are you. I, I mean, we've, we've, we've talked about the law of attraction before. You can you can envision mm-hmm. your, your, your the car you want, the house you want, the mate you want, all you want. But until you are who you're intended to be, there is no way in hell that you will align with what you're truly intended to get. So the, the law of attraction is really as simple as this. Be who you're here to be, and you'll get what you're here to get. But until yep. you are he, who you're here to be, everything else will be tainted.
0: I love that. You know, I was at Mo Mondays last week, and Sierra Noble was the musical guest that night, and okay. she sang her new song, uh, "Be Who You Be."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, it just kind of triggered that. Be who you're here to be, and you get who what you're here to get. I love it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Because because mm-hmm. I mean, we're all here to be who we are. And the beauty is, well, the beauty and the unfortunate thing is all at once is that we're already who we're here to be. The unfortunate part of it is that we forget who we actually are because we're trying to be who we think others want us to be.
0: I know. I know. Right?
1: So again, mm-hmm. you know, with the soulgasm approach, I mean, what soulgasm represents in that word is your authentic self. It's the merging of who and what you truly are, which is your soul and expressing mm-hmm. that through your physical being who you've incarnated here to be, because every single thing about you, no matter who you are, your looks, your personality, whatever, it's all the way it's supposed to be. All you have to do is allow yourself to express it. I mean, Mm -hmm. science has proven that everything is energy. If we had the right type of microscope, if we looked at ourselves, we're all just atoms and particles. and I mean, we're just energy vibrating at different forms. All right. mm-hmm. Science has also proven that nothing is disconnected because of that simple fact that we're all just energy. So we're all connected on that energetic level. Science has also proven that everything in existence must have an origin. It must have a source. So therefore, if we're all connected at the most fundamental level, which we are, then we must come from the same source, which we do. And that source mm-hmm. is the intelligence behind life. Some people call it the universe Some people call it God Some people call it Allah Whatever name you want to give to it It's the same damn thing So that, that, that source have, has deliberate intent behind it all I mean you look at the changing of the seasons I mean there has to be an intelligence behind that there's, That's not just some random occurrence um, If you look at the fact that right now We're sitting here talking And there's a trillion things going on Within our physical being Allowing us simply to breathe Allowing our heart to beat So that we can exist There has to be intelligence behind that. That same intelligence that's created all these intricate systems created you, and it did not fuck up in any way, sense, or form. Everything about you is exactly the way it's supposed to be. What we need to learn to do is to be it. In the midst of a world that conditions us to fit into some cookie-cutter bullshit so that we just keep our mouths shut and do what we're told and that's and, and where we're going is is to a time where we transcend that and, and and as you mentioned express that creativity you are innately a creator because you're you because we are all connected to the creator we're just an extension of it we are all god expressing itself in various different mm-hmm. forms so so our job is to find out what piece of god we are and to live it with no turning back
0: wow Wow, that was quite the motivational speech that you just gave me. (laughs) I know you gave it to everyone, but I'm totally taking it and and going within with it. Uh, Well, good.
1: It's for everybody. It's for myself as well.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. (coughs) You know, listen to what I heard the other day. I found this um, woman, and I'll find her name in a minute. But she went on to say that she went and took all of our different emotions, right? And she kind of scaled it. And on this scale, love was at like, I think it, love was at like 200 or something. And then they she had, you know, the feeling of gratitude and even above love. And there were a few more other um, on the scale. And it went all the way up to 500. She said, we as a, like our planet, we vibrated about a what did she say a a one or a 200 so there's definite there's definite room for improvement right but what Mm -hmm. what really interests me was that she said the lowest emotional vibrations is um guilt and shame okay yeah so in my practice i share like you know you have high vibrational emotions, low vibrational emotions and anything that's low is low, right? Anything that's high is high. And our goal is to vibrate on a high frequency all the time. Right. But Mm -hmm. when she shared the numbers and as low as vibrating at like a 50 is guilt and shame. Do you have any feedback on that? Like what your feedback on emotions and what the lowest emotions are? That you can vibrate on. Um,
1: yeah, well, I mean, through my experiences, the lowest of the low um, is is truly anger. Okay. Um, um, because uh, anger masks everything else. I mean, most people who are who are really angry are actually just really sad, um, or 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 they feel guilt or they feel shame. But they but what what the human ego wants to do. Is, is 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 mask the ultimate uh, core issue um, so that therefore it's never healed right and and it's way easier to be angry than it is to really deal with shame or guilt or sadness let's say okay it really is. Um, so uh, so I mean anger is 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 really never the issue there's always something underlying that and what I would suggest people do is just be real with yourself. You don't have to express it to anybody else. Just be real and raw with yourself and get it out onto paper. You just yell it out loud by yourself. But, but, but you need to get that energy out because everything is energy, like I was saying earlier, including these emotions. Um, so once we truly deal with and accept what we're feeling, then we give ourselves a chance to inevitably heal that. But you need to be okay with what you feel. If you're feeling guilt or shame or whatever or sadness for being hurt by somebody else, just deal with it first. And again, you don't got to make it a public occurrence. Just be with yourself. Deal with it within yourself. And even just getting it out, people will see the change. They'll feel the transition because mm-hmm. until we really accept what's going on, until we accept the problem, until we accept how we feel, we can't truly deal with it and therefore we can't truly heal it. So again, the number one uh, step in in healing is to accept and feel and deal with what we're actually experiencing.
0: Mhm. Yes, that's just writing that down. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so did you have any topics of discussion that you wanted to focus on today?
1: Um, well, the first thing that came to mind is, is, is that it's a, it's a, it's a time for everybody to surrender. Um, and what I mean by that is, and by surrender, I don't just mean just, just sit around and do nothing. I mean that I mean so many people are trying to force things now more than ever because a lot of things are falling apart or seemingly falling apart. Um, but what's actually happening is that you know I mean what what doesn't work and what isn't intended to be working anymore needs to fall apart in order to what is intended to come together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, we're conditioned to take a negative approach to everything. So again, the ego will 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 make us perceive things as "quote unquote" falling apart when, in actuality, the soul knows it's all just what 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 what, what is needing to happen in order for things to come together. Um, so, so by surrender, I mean just let things fall apart let things go. If a relationship isn't working, if it's not making, if it's not bringing you feelings of, of, of comfort, of peace, of joy, if it's not serving you, simply let it go, walk away. Now I know that's easier said than done because again, we're conditioned to hang on to everything. Um, But, um, and, and, and we're all fearful of the unknown, but here's the reality. The, as, as scary as the unknown may be, if you're going through things that aren't bringing you any good, then the only scary thing should be perpetuating that. If the known sucks, the unknown has to be better. So it's yeah. about again, surrendering and letting go because there's a flow trying to work itself into every single one of our lives. But again, we're conditioned to try and force things and, and and make things happen. But when we do that, we're in actuality going against the natural flow of life. We're actually in resistance of the infinite, infinitely intelligent flow that's trying to work its way into our lives. I mean, if you think about it, what's easier, sliding down a slide or trying to climb up the son of a bitch, right? <laughs> um, so so – it's really time, because again, as I mentioned earlier, the universe is cleansing itself of what is no longer needed, starting with our own individual lives, because each of us as an individual creates the collective. Um, so if something's not working for you, don't, don't try and figure it out. Don't try and force it to work. Just trust that it's not working for a reason and let it go and allow something new, something more beneficial to where you're going to work its way into your life because the universe knows what it's doing. You know, I mean, in, mm-hmm. or to put it even simpler, go with the flow because the flow always allow knows the to where come to go. Into your- What's that? Okay.
0: No, 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 I'm listening.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> so go with the flow because the flow always knows where to go. Um, because okay. resisting, you're, I mean, you're just making it harder on yourself than it needs to be. You need, it's time to trust. Let life show you uh, just how smart it is, just how intelligent it is, because believe it or not, it knows what you need and what you truly want more than you do. So let life work itself uh, for you, and stop trying to work against it because you have some lofty idea of how things should be. We talked about depression a few, um, a few shows ago. Um, and I made a pretty bold statement saying that depression is more or less non-existent. I'm not saying, again, that there's not some few actual clinical uh, uh, cases where, where it is an actual thing. But usually what depression is, is the discrepancy between how our life is and how we think it should be. Yeah. Right And that creates feelings because we're judging our life, right? Saying, well, well, it should be better. It should be this, should be that. And you know what? That, that may be the case. But if you're going to change something, you need to first accept what is. Because what is is the way it is to try. It's trying to teach you something. And it's so even if it's fucked up, it's perfectly fucked up. Because it's trying to teach you something. Usually that it doesn't need to be so fucked up. That you deserve better. Mm -hmm. Right? So again, coming back to the surrender thing. Again, it's not just about just sitting around and doing nothing. It's about being aware of what's not working in your life and then doing what only you're in the power to do in order to change that and and for most people right now it's simply about letting go letting go of what no longer serves you so that you can make room for what will because the old and the new are on two completely different frequencies and simply don't vibe together Mm -hmm. they cannot coexist in the same space so in order to welcome in the new we must let go of the old
0: hmm. That's true. you got to make space for it, right?
1: Mm hmm.
0: Yeah. That is amazing. Um, I Like I say, every month when you come on, I could just sit here and listen to you. I just want you to take like, the <laughs> reins and go with it. <laughs>
1: be be careful because, what you ask for. <laughs> it's
0: true, though, because I, I literally I sit here with my notebook whenever you get on and I just make notes like little reminders. Right. And that's um,
1: awesome. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, and,
1: and, 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 mm -hmm. and and, and please, since we're talking about how I can just go, please on January 7th, have somebody that tells me when my time is up, because you know me, (laughs) I'll just start going off on a tangent. I And I really want to stick to my half an hour time there. So
0: absolutely. I'm involved in a Toastmasters group. It's called Peak Performers Toastmasters and I it, saw that on
1: Facebook and I saw little, the little yeah. the award you won as well. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, thank you very much. And um it's like the highest I believe it's the highest ranked Toastmasters here in the city. So okay. the reason for that is that all of the speakers there like we are so organized everything literally runs from minute to minute. And if you go over you got to make adjustments and whatever and everything. It's really positive environment, but what mm-hmm. it's taught me is to really stay on time with my right. speeches and with my talks and how to keep other people on, on task. So I'm right. good to go for that.
1: I'll well, keep you at 30 you. minutes. <laughs> All right, cool.
0: So here's one I'll just, uh, cause we don't have any callers yet. So I have, I have a new journey that I've jumped into and I'm jumping into it and I kind of publicly announced it because I'm done. I just feel like I'm done and, uh, and I'm ready for the next step here. So I've been on this getting healthy journey for years now and I'm going to be 40 in July. Wow! I know, I know. You don't look it at all. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) That is awesome to hear. And well, but the point is I'm going to be 30, I'm going to be 40 in July and I'm, I want to, I want to reach a goal that I've, that I've been trying for the last six or seven years to reach. And, um, and so I'm on this getting healthy journey. I started back up at the gym. I'm going to incorporate some yoga because I really believe that I, I want you know, the gym is really masculine work for me, but I also want to mm-hmm. bring in some feminine as well. And okay. um, and I, I have all this knowledge behind holistic nutrition, like a ton of it, right? But mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to be successful in this area. So I did a little live stream before our radio show and I was like, okay, everybody out there in Facebook land, this is my journey. I'm jumping into it. And I'm going to Kauai, Hawaii in April. So I want to make sure that I reach a certain goal by that time. So now I have an end date. I have a reason. And my other reason is my mom passed um, when when I was seven. And Mm -hmm. I was laying on the couch probably about two weeks ago with my youngest son, who's 10. And uh, we just snuggle. Like they still sleep with me when they want to. And it's just such an amazing relationship I have with them. And mm-hmm. and I look and I just said to him, I go, you know, sometimes I wonder what it would have been like to have a mom when I was ten. Like, what would that experience have been like? And then I just kind of took a look around me and noticed that I wasn't taking the best care of myself. You know, I'm going to be 40 soon, and and I just want to be as healthy as I possibly can, for as long mm-hmm. as I possibly can. You know, he said mom, I want you to homeschool my kids when I have kids. And so, and I want to be able to do that. So
1: what's
0: your, what's your feedback? Like how, and this is for everybody out there. You know, I've been talking to so many people lately who are just like at their wit's end and they continue to try and try and try. What, what can just, you know, what's the, you know what I'm saying, right? Like what do we need to hear just to spark, put that spark in our ass?
1: In regards to health?
0: In regards to health and, and, and wellness, I guess.
1: And okay, just so a like body image. The, like body all that image
0: stuff. is a big one, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, well, you know, once again, as you said in the inset of the show, it, I mean, it all comes down to self-love. Um, mm-hmm. How your body feels, how you look to yourself, um, at the end of the day it has nothing to do with what you eat or how much you exercise. It's all about how you perceive yourself and how, and how you ultimately think about yourself. Um, you know, you can, you can exercise every day for hours on end. You can eat all the quote-unquote right stuff. But until you have cultivated a certain level of self-love, your body cannot react to what you may be doing for it. Um, so again, your, your thinking and how you perceive yourself is the healthiest thing you can do because everything rests upon that. Um, so yes, exercise, yes, eat well, because I mean, you know, this human body of ours is our soul's vehicle. So just like you want to take care of your actual car, you want to take care of your soul's vehicle. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but at the end of the day, if you, no matter how, you know, how much premium gas or, 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 or how many times you, you change your oil, um, you know, if you drive it like it's a piece of shit, um, you know, your car's not going to be in good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to drive your physical vehicle With love, you need to remember who and what you truly are, that you are perfect just the way you are, and your body will react to that. Like I said earlier, yes, it's great to want to make changes, but until you accept what already is, you won't change a damn thing. The quickest way to change, you know, or to make changes in your life is to accept what already is, because what already is, is already perfection. Once Mm -hmm. you do that, it will amaze people just how quickly your body will follow suit but you need to know how worthy you are of any changes you want. Most people skip that stage, and they just focus on the physicality of things. And then there's, they're, you know, they've, they've been working out and dieting and all this shit for years and years and years, but they have, haven't seen very many results. It's because the true fuel behind those changes is not in the proper place, that fuel being how you perceive yourself and how worthy you truly believe you are.
0: And I had a feeling that you were going to say that. <laughs> I, I I did I'm so did.
1: predictable I, well no
0: it's not that it's because like on a level we all know that right but I really wanted to hear you express that so for everybody out there listening just to echo Dan it's literally begins with self love and accepting and appreciating and feeling gratitude for where you are already and what your body already does for you, right um, I Absolutely. read this passage in a Louise Hay book, and it was like, "We can abuse our bodies, we can mentally and verbally abuse our bodies and physically abuse our bodies, and our bodies keep working their asses off for us, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, if if we talked to our children the way that we talk to ourselves, I mean, they'd, they'd take our children away right?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well said.
0: So, if so how do we get people started? How do we get people started on the path of loving and accepting their body the way it is right now and changing the words that we use to describe ourselves?
1: <clears throat> right. Well, again, it's about remembering who and what we truly are in essence which, again, is a soul in a human body, a soul that, again, is a piece of an extension of an infinitely intelligent source that does not screw up, a soul that shows every single thing about our life with deliberate purpose, including that which we don't like about ourselves. So if we have a weight issue, we've, we've, we've strategically and purposefully chosen to have a weight issue and to do things subconsciously that create that weight issue so that we have something that we don't like, so that we are forced to inevitably learn to love it. Anything about your life that you do not like, whether it's your weight or, or, or your childhood or your relationships, are all there to teach you something. And it's to teach you to inevitably love it, because even the worst things in our lives, there are, there are positives to it. Because, I mean, the reality of it is this. In this physical experience, we rarely grow unless we're tested with an obstacle, right? I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, if you think of a plant, a plant, the seed needs to be buried in dirt and muck and darkness at first in order to be forced to grow and push through that into the light. And that's what we're all here to do. We've chosen to, 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 to purposefully uh, give into the darkness, so much so that, that we're forced to transform it into light. What transforms all into light? Love. So mm-hmm. whatever you don't like about yourself, it's there for you to learn to love it. Because love is the only truly thing that transforms all, and it's the only thing that, funnily enough, will transform not only your individual lives, but therefore collectively the human experience. So it comes wow. down to self-love. But you can't learn to love yourself until you realize how fucking amazing you truly are. And come Mm -hmm. January 7th, that's what I know spirit is going to guide me to focus on, is to remind people who and what you truly are, which is a divinely created human being that is simply encasing who and what you truly are, which is a soul. And that soul shows every single thing about you, and therefore every single thing about you is perfection. And therefore you deserve your greatest good. So, yeah, it's not about just accepting who you are and just leave yourself the way you are. If you want to make changes, great. But, again, you need to realize how perfect you already are. And then you can invoke the power you have to make changes and quicker than you might think. Life is way easier than we've been conditioned to believe. But we try and force everything physically when every single issue in existence is really truly lies on the intangible level and, and it's typically within our belief systems. Transform beliefs, everything physical will transform and follow suit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if somebody's hanging on to weight, right? I, I mm-hmm. understand that we need to like we need to acknowledge that we are souls in this vessel and really honor yep. our vessel. Um, but talking about the limiting beliefs, right? If yep. Yep if we're hanging on to weight and we try everything and we just can't eat healthy or whatever the case is, what, what beliefs are there? Like there's, there's different beliefs for that same result, right?
1: For yeah, no, I, well, absolutely. Absolutely. So there's mm-hmm. no way to really pinpoint what belief it is, but what I can guarantee you is that if you're holding on to weight, you're holding on to something deeper. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's up to the person to, again, grow the balls to take a look at yourself and be honest with yourself and really dive deep inside yourself. And you know what? You know, and, and, and it's really not hard. All you need to do is muster up the courage to ask yourself what am I holding on to? What type of pain? What type of sadness? What situation in my life am I holding on to that is making me believe that I'm not worthy enough to do the the, the, the everyday things that will create certain results that I want? Mm-hmm. Need to, we, need to, we need to get to the fundamental core issue, which is always an, a, a belief attached to an experience. Yeah. That's what it always is. And it's all different for us all, of course, but there's still the commonality that it is a certain belief that we're attached to from a certain experience. Nobody is addicted to food, to drugs, to sex, to whatever. People are addicted to the pain stemmed from a certain experience. So we need to huh. pinpoint what that experience is. We need to crack that bitch open. And then the next step from there is to deal, like we talked about earlier. This is perfect how we're getting into this because we've touched on everything here. Yeah. Deal with the pain. Just allow yourself to feel it. It ain't going to kill you. You've been holding the fucker for how many years. It hasn't killed you yet. You might as well feel it. You might as well allow yourself just to feel and deal with it. And then once you've done that, once you've gotten it out on paper, once you've screamed it out, once you've punched the shit out of a pillow on your bed, whatever you need to do to get out that pain, then what you do is you pull the good that came out of it. You, mm-hmm. you take the time to, to, to massage it, to give it love with your own awareness and pull the good that came out of it. Because even the worst pain, even the worst situations, we have, we, there, has, there has been good that has come out of it. For example, if your parents were terrible to you, at the very least, they taught you what not to do. They taught you the type of parent not to be. And most people go on and be a kick-ass parent from the worst parents in the world. So you pull that good out of it. And then what you realize is that that experience has played its part. I no longer have to fuck with the pain because now I realize why my soul chose that situation. Because I pulled the good out of it. Then take the good, walk on, leave the shit behind. Right, Because what people find is that they keep keep experiencing the same thing over and over again. They keep regurgitating the same fundamental experience that brings the same fundamental pain. And that's not life trying to be a dick to you. That's not God punishing you. It's life trying to teach you something and you keep experiencing the same thing because you simply haven't got the lesson yet. But once the teacher has played its part, you no longer need the teacher, and in these cases, the experience that are teaching you something. Once you have reaped the lesson from the experience that is the teacher, you no longer need the teacher to show up in your life. But it takes, yeah. but it takes the balls to look at a situation, to accept what's within you, to accept what's really driving you, to accept that pain, feel it. Let it out. Get it out. You need to express it. I mean, I talked about my father's death a few shows ago. I was talking mm-hmm. to a fellow medium of mine um, who was telling me that my father, even though he had passed on, was now having to experience all the shit he didn't deal with in life and that he masked with alcohol. I mean, he was a police officer, so he, he saw shit no human being should have to see. He lost his twin brother at 15 years old to, to a brain tumor. I mean, that's got to bring experiences oh. that are very painful. And he was a very sensitive man, one of the greatest men, men I will ever know, and I'm not only saying that because he was my father. He was a very, very caring and sensitive man, but he didn't know how to deal with any of that, so he mastered all his life with alcohol. So once he popped out of his human body, he was then now left with having to experience and feel it all, all, at, all basically in one moment um, so that his soul could move on from these physical experiences that he had in this life, which I think wow. is a word of, 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 of warning for all of us. If you don't deal with it here, you're still going to have to deal with it there. Suicide is not the way out of any damn thing for two reasons. Number one, like I'm saying, you're going to have to feel it in spirit any damn way to cleanse yourself and move on. But anything that you have, that you have not experienced here that you were meant to, if you cut short from suicide, you're going to have to come back to this experience and do it all over again. So there is no way to escape what the soul knows that you need to experience in order to learn what the soul knows it needs to learn for its own evolution. So dealing with the pain is is paramount. Being honest with yourself is paramount. And then from there, you can truly move on and heal yourself. And I swear to God, whoever you are, you deserve to be free. But no physical, external nothing will free yourself. Only you can free yourself. That's how fucking powerful you are. Your life, your maximum life, your optimal life, your success is waiting on you. That's how freaking powerful you are. This is a self-imposed life we're all living. There is no such thing as a victim. Everything is happening for our growth. Nothing is happening to you. It's all happening for you. But it's up to us to do something about it. Jesus is not going to show up like Superman with a fucking robe on and save everybody because we don't need to be saved. We are the Savior that we've been waiting for. Mm -hmm. That's how powerful we are. It's a self-imposed life, and it's time to take it back by the balls and do something about it.
0: Absolutely. That's amazing. Um, in the science of the science of getting rich, there is this little book, and even Think and Grow Rich, and these these books are all you know. People are attracted to it because of their titles, right? But they've been literally course, bestsellers yep. since the early 1900s. So there's something to these mm-hmm. books. And in the yep. books, it says it literally talks about how all all about our infinite knowledge and how and how to really tap into it right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. there's one passage in that in that book that says that um we are capable of more than we even know because nobody has yet tapped into the infinite knowledge that we're capable of and it's something that i read like all the time that just keeps me going and going every time i doubt that Okay, who are you to go to the gym every morning and run an empowering kids program, run a business coaching program, and then go ahead and do this and that and blah, 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 and homeschool. And I'm like, you know what? I can do it. I can do it all because it says right there, I can do it all. You know what I mean? And, uh, and it's just very, very inspiring. And that's kind of what I heard from you today. So I'm going to like coin your term here. There is no such okay. thing as a victim. <laughs> quote Dan King that is cool <clears throat> I like that well, I don't think and, I've ever heard that
1: well, well it's true because again your soul has chosen every single thing you're, that you've gone through in this life um, and, it's, and it's, it's, it's commandeering everything on that soul level it's forcing you to act in certain ways sometimes in negative ways so that you learn not to do that um, because, again, oftentimes in life we're better off learning what not to do in order to inevitably learn what to do. Um, and and uh, it's a self-imposed life in every single way. Um, yeah. So, again, it's just about remembering that there is a higher purpose to everything that we're going through and that we have the power to do something about it. Because, I mean, the only thing, the only power we truly have, but it's everything, is the ability to choose we've forgotten that we have the ability to choose. Number one, and most fundamentally, we have the ability to choose how we think, how we perceive things, and therefore how we experience our life. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and I mean, talking about getting rich, uh, the power to choose how we perceive things is is integral there as well. Um, Because if people stopped and realized how much they already have, you'd realize you're the richest person that you know. I mean, if you literally, and everybody has this, we literally all have everything we truly need. We want more because the ego fears of lack. It fears running out of. So we want to build up the surplus so that we can alleviate that fear. Um, But at the end of the day, until you realize how much you have, you're not going to get as much as you can get. uh, Because we're all already abundant naturally, just as we are. But most people focus on what they don't have rather than what they have. So all they keep continuing or all they keep uh, 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 attracting in their life are more situations of wanting more because that's what they're creating. Because they, all they see is lack, 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 lack. I need more, I need more, I need more. So they create situations where they keep thinking that same way. The, life can only reflect back to you what you're putting out there. Um, you know, so once you start realizing and focusing on what you do have, then you start receiving more of what you want um but also and 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 equally important on that topic is that we can mm-hmm. only receive that which we believe we're worthy of receiving the universe can't give you more than what you think you deserve mm-hmm. so again it comes back to realizing how 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 awesome you are and how much you deserve and also like i was saying how much you already bloody have if you yeah. have everything you need right now in this moment what more do you truly need and again mm-hmm. the desire to want more um is usually because we fear a running out of. And that's okay to want more. It's absolutely okay to want more because we want to evolve. Everything is supposed to grow. We're intended to receive more and more and more. But in order to do that, you've got to first realize how much you already have. It's just like changing anything else, like your weight or whatever. You've got to realize how beautiful you already are if you want to change anything about your physical self. Yes.
0: Love it. I love it. So here's the next thing that I want to ask you about Mr. Dan King mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is tribe uh it's belonging you know the ba- a basic human need is feeling this the need to belong right mm-hmm. and if you mm-hmm. there's a, there's a lot of clients that I that I've worked with say and even in my own personal experience you you didn't you always felt kind of like an outcast in your own family and you're constantly yep. looking for that, the those comf- those people whom you feel comfortable with, and you're able to just be who you are with. Uh, can you speak on that a little bit?
1: Absolutely. And funnily enough, it all comes down to self love first and foremost. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, right. Because and, and 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 I have to say, because I, I've had a lot of clients who have said the same thing to me as well that they really felt like an outcast and things of, of yeah. that nature. Mm-hmm. those are the lucky ones okay? okay and what I mean by that is that you're lucky first and foremost because you are very likely a, a highly evolved soul who has the ability to come into this world and go through the harder shit I mean that uh, I, I can't remember who said it but it's a beautiful quote that which is, that which is to give light must first endure the burning all right. And yeah. so the higher of all soul you are, I mean, I mean, you've, you've been here, done this, this physical experience many times. And so every time you come here, you, 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 you strategically and purposely choose um, harder obstacles. It's, it's no different than regular school. You know, the the higher grade you go to the, you know, the harder the lessons. And then if you want to learn even more, you go to university or some sort of post-secondary education and it's harder lessons, harder lessons, harder lessons. Same thing for the soul. I mean, we're really just in the midst of a, of, of soul school. That's what the human experience is. It's soul school. So if you're one of the lucky ones that have been different your whole life, that have been judged because of it and therefore forced Mm -hmm. into a situation where you had to learn to love yourself on your own, You've been given the greatest gift because at the end of the day, that's what we're all here for. It doesn't matter who you are. This physical experience is, is here to learn to live like your soul. And how does your soul live? Through self-love because it knows it is a perfect piece of a source that does not make mistakes. So that, that's why I'm saying that those people who have been the outcasts, and myself included, we are the lucky ones because we were forced to cultivate self-love on our own. Why is that lucky? Because when you've, when you've given love to yourself, you don't depend on anybody else to give it to you. Once you cultivate it for yourself, it's yours forever. Because no one gave it to you, so no one can damn well take it away from you. So you need to accept, once again, the perfection of even the hardest, the, the, the biggest hardships in your life. Feeling alone, feeling judged, because that has forced you into a situation where if you're going to be okay here, you've got to learn to love yourself and not give a fuck about what anybody else thinks about you. That is, that's where true power lies. Being and who in, you are and not being dependent on anything external to give it to you.
0: And in turn, you attract, you attract uh, people into your life?
1: Exactly. Uh, and, and, okay. and eventually, once you learn to love yourself, then yes, mm. you naturally uh, align with those who will vibe with you.
0: Okay. You will
1: find your tribe once you find the love within yourself.
0: See, I just got goosebumps. I think that well. a lot of people, I think that a lot of people need to hear that. A lot of mm-hmm. people need to hear that because lately, you know, I've been talking to, you know, some of them, some are my clients, some are, some are just people that I know, but that's the thing. It's just not, not feeling like they fit in or, you know, wanting, wanting to be uh, surrounded by people who care about them as much as they care about them, you know,
1: Yep. care about each mm-hmm. other
0: equally, and yep. I think that a lot of people need to hear, like, literally comes from you first, owning who you are,
1: absolutely. right? Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, you know, because most people yeah. surround themselves with people who, who also don't love themselves, so how the fuck can they accept you? Right, yeah. I mean, most people live their lives trying to be something other people want them to be, and then they sit around and bitch that they don't have the life that they want.
0: Yeah. Whereas when
1: you're living for somebody else, how can you get what you want? It it just I mean, there's no logic there.
0: That right? makes sense.
1: So if you so if you want what you want, be who the hell you are. And watch yeah. what happens. And watch how freaking quick it happens too.
0: Yeah. Oh no, I completely agree. I totally agree. Well this is exciting. Hold on here, let's <laughs> see what other <laughs> It is because literally, Dan, I'm i I'm you know, bringing up all these different life areas and what does it come down to, ultimately? What's the answer self-love. for everything? Yeah. Self love. Self love. Have you ever met Natalie Reimer Anderson, the lady who no, you're going to speaking alongside?
1: Okay. No, no, I she's... haven't. But I'm very excited to hear what she has to say because I know that she's all about the self love. So she's... and oh. and and I I can't remember your lineup, but it really. I, but I hope that she's out right after me. I'm saying oh! That
0: publicly, should be right oh no! Me. You're gonna shift me. You're gonna. Sh- you're going influence <laughs> me to shift the speakers.
1: That's okay though,
0: because I know you. You. You're able to see things
1: or to feel things.
0: So I'm gonna. I'm gonna honor well, because that. because
1: nothing else will matter. Because nothing else will matter, no matter how great okay. every speaker is, and I know they will be until people mm-hmm. realize that they deserve. You know what everybody else is gonna be teaching them about. Until they have that reminder that, they, that everything that they want is dependent on them, them accepting and loving themselves, it's mm-hmm. all going to go by the wayside. I just know it.
0: Mm, okay. I have there's a
1: gamut with, with, with so many people with this. And, and until they really start harnessing some self-acceptance and love, mm-hmm. nothing will work because that's what this whole experience is all about, love. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the fucking Beatles say it, said it. All you need is love.
0: Okay. You're, you're absolutely right. And the reason why I asked if you had met her and you're going to love her when you meet her is because I I heard her speak probably three or four times. And I was like, Natalie, you got to come, Natalie, you got to come. She is the female version of you, Dan.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) Like she, when,
0: when I hear her speak, like her enlightenment is just, in, I'm in awe of it like it just flows the information just flows through her the way the information flows through you so I told her Very she's cool. really excited to meet you as well because I, I, she's heard you on the show quite a few times and, uh, and mm-hmm. yeah she's like the female version of you so I'm so excited for this lineup cool. it's going to be powerful so here's another area of life before I go on I just want to make sure that there's nothing else that you feel like you want to focus on
1: no, no, no. Go, go ahead. Okay.
0: So here's another area of life that, that people really aren't um, aware of. Well, there's two, and I'll let you go with whichever area you feel like it. So there's one called play, fun, and leisure. Okay? The mm, importance mm-hmm. of play. Okay? And then there's another mm-hmm. one called community, friends, and family. Okay. Okay, so when I explain what these areas of life are, play, fun, and leisure is how much fun do you have in life? Do you play hockey? Do you, um, you know, do you do, well, just that, like any sports, any activities that you really, really enjoy that that you have a lot of fun doing? Because joy is like one of those highest vibrations, right? As long as you're laughing and you're feeling joyful. And then the... Community, family, and friends. So community is giving back. That's that's definitely something that our souls need, right, is to give back in mm-hmm. some way. And family yep. and friends, like how often do you get together with your family? How often would you like to get together with your family? How often would you like to have a drink or lunch with your friends? And how often do you actually allow yourself to to have family dinners or have lunches with your friends or whatever the case is. So which yep. area would you like to focus on?
1: Well, I think they kind of work together. Um, okay. To be honest with you. Right. Cause it's all kind of just, I mean, whether we're specifically talking about play fun and leisure or, 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 or just community giving back or spending time with family and friends. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it, it all comes down to doing something simply for the sake of enjoyment. Okay. Um, and once again, believe it or not, it comes down to self-love. It comes down to realizing that you're not just here to work your ass off for a certain result. That you need to just have fun. You need to play. You need to reawaken the child within. Because that child is not dead. It's just been buried beneath what you think you should be fucking doing as an adult. Right? Which very, yeah. which very rarely brings any type of damn happiness. Right? Um, so, mm-hmm. so, yes, we need to play. We need to reawaken that child within. Now, when I say play, I don't mean go to a schoolyard or recess and get on the freaking swings with the kids because you'll probably get a call from the cops. But um, whatever you truly love to do, just for the pure sake of enjoyment, you need to do that because it's just as important as any type of quote-unquote work you will ever do. We're here to live a a balanced life, balanced meaning uh, expressing all parts of ourselves. So, yeah, we're going to be a parent. Yeah, we're going to you know, have our job. Yeah, we're going to you know, do yard work. Yeah, we're going to do all these things. But we need to find time to play. We need to find time to do things strictly out of enjoyment. Why? Because we deserve to. Why? Because we like to. Why? Because we deserve to have fun. We deserve our greatest good. So... The ability to play, like you said, is 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 so much more important than people give credit for. Even just Mm -hmm. laying around and doing absolutely nothing, taking what I call a fuck it day. We all need a fuck it (laughs) day here and there to just kind of just do absolutely nothing and just and just recharge the battery. You know, um, no matter how much you enjoy giving to others, you can only give what you have for yourself. And if you're one of those people that just give, 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 and take nothing back for yourself, eventually you're going to become resentful and you're going to burn yourself out. So, you know, you need to fill, as my wife says, you need to fill your own cup, you know, so it gets to the point Mm -hmm. where it can spill over and help out others. But you need to find time to play. You need to find time to play. Your soul is here to play. Yeah, it's here to go through some shit and learn from it, but it's also here to play. So, I mean, you just hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, when you alluded to how important the ability to play is. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Without it, you're just going to run yourself thin. You need to find time to play. And most people don't even know what the hell that would be because they're so caught up in doing what they think they should be in order to receive validation from others or to be worthy or to be successful or whatever the case may be. (coughs) But um, ask yourself, what would I love to do? strictly out of pure enjoyment, what would I love to do? And your soul knows everything you, your physical being truly <laughs> wants to do here and would benefit from is already within you. We all have a blueprint. Um, we're all like, like a seed that is here to blossom into the rose that we're here to become. Um, but um, unlike that seed who just becomes who it who it's intended to because it's not created with the self-doubt and all this judgment and all this other bullshit that we've been conditioned in human form to to put on ourselves um Mm -hmm. it you know there's no resistance with a seed and just like that seed that has a blueprint in it in as as far as what it's intended to become so do we but it's Mm -hmm. up to us to get 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 out of our own way really nothing outside of us can truly stop us it's our own self-limiting belief self-limiting beliefs um so it's about getting out of our own way and just allowing ourselves to be but how can we do that until we learn to love who and what we already are so again this all comes back to self-love there is one cure for everything and that's love and there's only one problem with everything and that's ego the ego's mm-hmm. perception, the ego's attachment to, to experiences in our life, the ego's need to judge others because it's made us feel so shitty about ourselves, so we got to judge others to feel better about ourselves. It's all ego, ego, ego. Ego is the so, only problem in our world, and the only solution is love. It's that fucking simple. Not that easy, but it is that simple.
0: Yeah. So for those of the listeners, if we have listeners who aren't aware exactly what the ego is, can you give them mm-hmm. a, an explanation
1: yeah absolutely. It's the part of us that is our biggest enemy, but also our greatest teacher. It's the human part of us that gives in to the physical illusion and believes wholeheartedly in it. It believes we're only human, it believes we're separate from everyone and everything. It believes that our self worth is dependent on things external from us It externalizes the hell out of every single thing. It hates change it wants us to remain stagnant. It's basically created because our soul creates our own human self, therefore our ego. To, to be our obstacle for the soul, because we need, in order to evolve, we need an obstacle to transcend. We need something to overcome. That's how growth is instigated. So the ego is there to be the opposite of who and what we truly are. I mean, this whole mm-hmm. physical experience is, is, is the opposite of who we truly are. It's, we perceive us to be physical when in actuality we are intangible, we're infinite, we are a soul. Um, um, and, and and so that opposite part of us Acts in the opposite ways that our soul would be So again, it gets attached to everything It doesn't want change It wants to remain stagnant When the natural flow of life is constant change and evolution um, It judges everybody Because it's really judging ourselves So again, that comes down to externalizing externalizes everything It externalizes our own issues onto others It's everybody else's fucking fault uh, Because this way, if we because the genius way of the ego is that it distracts us from the true issue. So it, so it, it, it projects all our issues onto other people. It blames others for our own, uh, our own pain, our own hanging on to things. Because if we blame what isn't the problem, we never find out what is the problem and therefore we never heal. So the ego is the human part of us that believes basically the opposite of what our soul truly knows. And it's there to be, yes, our biggest obstacle, but also our greatest teacher because it teaches us what, what isn't so that we inevitably remember what is. It teaches us what we don't deserve. It teaches us who, who we're not, so that we inevitably des- uh, remember what we do deserve because of who and what we truly are, which is, again, a divinely created infinite being that doesn't have a damn thing wrong with it and therefore deserves its only, only its greatest good. Wow. Wow. Yes,
0: that is great. I, I wrote down judgment. Um... Yes. Oh, I should have. You were you were talking so quickly, and I was trying to make a note. You said that judgment is, the ego is us judging others, but really, we're judging ourselves. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I
1: mean, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's it right there. Because, that's I mean, it, okay. inside, even through religion, even through freaking religion, we're taught that we're less than. We're taught that we're all fucking, for example, let's, let's pick on, on, on Christianity and Catholicism here because that's the one that fucked me up earlier on in life uh, with okay. lies and lies and lies. It teaches uh, us right off, right from the insect that, that we're sinners, right? And also yeah. teaches us to be guilty and to feel shame because this dude named Jesus died for all of us. Even though none of us were in freaking existence back in those days, it's all our fucking fault what happened to Jesus. Now, Jesus would say a lot of things. But you owe me, sinner, would not be one of them. Yeah. I guarantee you. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we, have this, we have this guilt and this shame and therefore self-judgment Im- imprinted upon us immediately in life. We're taught that we're less than and we've got to make up for all these horrible things right from the inside. So because we're, we're, we're ingrained with the self-judgment... And, again, the ego exp- or externalizes everything. Because we feel so shitty about ourselves, we've got to judge everybody else to feel a bit better about ourselves. Misery mm-hmm. loves company, as the old saying goes. So any judgment we have of others, something you don't like about others, is because they're reflecting something about yourself that you have yet to accept.
0: Yes. And, Can I just? And,
1: and it works the other way around. So I just want to say this. It also yeah, works the other yeah, way yeah. around when when people are mistreating you, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them.
0: Yes. That's, that's a hard one for people to swallow. Oh, absolutely. Can you break it down a little bit more? When people are... are... Well, okay, go ahead.
1: Well, I mean, I guess it would depend on specific situations, right? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean... Uh, it just it comes down to again giving it your soul's awareness. Having okay. the courage having the courage to, to even consider that maybe I'm judging something in somebody because they're reflecting something in myself that I've done. Here's, for example, right? If you're judging somebody who's hurting somebody else, no one can really judge anybody because we've all done the same damn thing in our own way. We've all hurt somebody. Maybe unintentionally, but still we've all brought pain onto somebody. So therefore, mm-hmm. we can't judge anybody for any damn thing because we've all done the same thing in our own way. So again, if we're judging somebody else, it's because they are representing and reflecting something within themselves that we've already done and have yet to accept within ourselves. We're all yeah. the same damn thing, translated in different forms, living the same type, type of life, just in different ways. I mean, I mean, if you look at pain itself, pain feels the same. Doesn't matter what type of situation has brought it on for yourself as an individual, all pain feels the same to all of us, and therefore we're all going through the same damn thing together. And if and if we can remember that simple fact, we'd all be a little bit kinder to each other. We're all in the same shit show, going through the same thing, all trying to get to the same damn place. Mm-hmm. So let's try. Let's try and be a little bit more understanding of each other, a little bit kinder. Just that simple uh, uh, one act will make huge, huge uh, transformations in this world. Mm-hmm. We're all, we're all in this together.
0: Yeah, I agree. So I, I, I wanted to, ref, I wanted to let everybody know that I completely understand where you're coming from. I want to back up to when you said that if we're judging and no, not if we're judging another person, see, you talk so fast. Um, <laughs> how it's, it's a reflection of something that we're not ready or we don't know that that we've accepted yet or we're not ready to accept within ourselves yet
1: yeah
0: right so yeah. okay so i'm going to share with everybody an experience that you and i had and and i think i've shared okay. this before but i'm going to share it again so okay how long have i known you two three years a couple yeah, years about that Yeah,
1: Yeah. and feels um, like way longer, but it
0: does, doesn't it? Yeah, (laughs) in a good way, Dan. In a good way, um, of course, in a good way. (laughs) So at first, like you, um, all of my spiritual teachers and mentors were kind of prim and proper, prim and proper. (laughs) Not a lot of f bombs, you know, kind of like what I would describe as high end, but and. And that's just not who I am. And, but that's, I guess, who my mentors were. So I began to model that. And Mm -hmm. when I met you, I was like, holy shit, this guy just knows his shit. But there's a lot of f bombs, he's rough around the edges, or whatever the case is, right? So it was like really challenging for me to understand my, like, within me how to, how to jive with that because I, I loved it, but it was just like, unlike I've ever seen before. Does that make sense?
1: Right. And yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: yeah. And so at the time I was, I was on and off dating somebody and I think I had gone and seen you and this other person had gone and seen you. And our little interaction when we ran into each other was my belief was that it was a conflict of interest. Right. right. And, and you were like, no, no. It, do you remember what you said to me?
1: I don't, unfortunately. I don't. No? Okay. I, I rarely remember what comes out of this mouth of mine.
0: <laughs> and it's all good. But uh, I think what you said to me was something along those same lines, was that, no, 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 it's not. If, if, it's, if it's really upsetting you or bothering you or rubbing you the wrong way, it's something within you, not within anyone else. And mm-hmm. it took me a little while to swallow that pill, but I, com- I totally agree with you. So that was an example of, of my run in. And that's also an example of, you just keep learning. You don't know what you don't know. And when you keep learning something or when you learn something new, it's okay to say, Hey, I've, I've grown from that time. You know what I yeah, mean? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, absolutely. In other words. and, and mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry.
0: I was just going to say, in other words, it's okay to admit that you've been wrong because you're constantly growing and that's what we're here to do. We're constantly here to learn, evolve, and grow, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Some, I mean, if you're mm-hmm. talking to somebody who is, who is trying to tell you they've never been wrong, you can't trust that motherfucker. You just can't. Because every, <laughs> we've all been wrong. We have all yeah. been wrong many times over, um, you know, and as the old saying goes, uh, mistakes are the port to discovery. and 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 bringing it back to to judging others. Um, I mean, you really got to take a look at how that judgment makes you feel. If you're judging somebody else, you're not harming them. You're only harming yourself because judgment brings a not good feeling. It, it's, it's, it, it, it brings an uneasy feeling. So if you're judging somebody, you're only hurting yourself. If you're holding resentment against somebody, you're only hurting yourself. I think it was Nelson Mandela said that, holding resentment towards another is like drinking poison and expecting it to kill your enemy. And that's one of my favorite quotes because it's so true. Yeah. So, so so again, bring it back to judgment. You owe yourself to free yourself from that judgment. How do you do that? Have the strength to say, okay, this person's pissing me off or they're doing something that's rubbing me the wrong way. Is there a possibility that they're representing something that I do? Are they, are they reflecting mm-hmm. back something in themselves that I do that I have yet to accept in, to, within myself? And then what will happen is you will find that one thing they're reflecting. And then, you, and then at the very least, you have to let go of judgment. You have to let go of resentment. You have to let go of anger from that other person. So that frees you up right then and there, at least from that shitty feeling that comes from judging or holding resentment towards another why? Because you deserve to be free from that. But the reality of it is people hang on to judgment. People hang on to, to perceiving things that, that bring them a not-so-good physical experience because they, des- they, somewhere along the line, deep down within them, believe they deserve to feel shitty because someone has taught them that they're not worthy. Yeah. So it all comes down to self-love. And, and the self-love went away not because we didn't – I mean, look, we're all created with self-love. We're, we don't pop out of our mom's womb and start judging ourselves. We're taught yep. to judge. We are okay. taught fear. We're taught hate. We're taught judgment. We're taught resentment. We come in here naturally loving beings, but we're, then we bring on all the, uh, all the, uh, all the illusions um, of this physical world. The illusion being that there's, there's, there's something wrong with ourselves and others. You know, and the list goes on and on and on. So we have brought all this on. We've accepted all these, other, all these external beliefs as our own. And, but the good news there, my friends, is that if we took it on and we, and we, and we did that and we chose to, to, to take it on at some level, we can choose to let it go. We can yeah. choose to come back to who and what we truly are. We can choose love over fear. It's literally thoughts away. And, again, that's how powerful we are. It's all waiting on us. We are the change that we've been waiting for.
0: That's cool. So today we've talked about health. We've gone a little bit into relationships. We've talked about creativity, personal expression. We've gone into community, and we've even talked about play, right? And what is the one common thing that we've always, uh, that everything resulted in was self-love,
1: right? Absolutely.
0: So, I'm going to give you a few key moments that I've written down. I've been like writing and writing, but (laughs) I love, I'm going to reflect this for everybody listening and just celebrate you Dan, for being here. It's, there's no such thing as a victim, right? Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as a victim. I absolutely love that. And if you find yourself judging another person, ask yourself, is it possible that this person is reflecting something about yourself that you don't like. Is that right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Bang on. Yeah.
0: Okay. And here's one thing that I'm going to, okay. So I have this, there's no such thing as a victim, Dan King end quote, and then I have (laughs) fill your own cup, fill your own cup and let it spill over to help others. Dan King's wife, quote unquote.
1: (laughs) So (laughs) She's going to love that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I've never,
0: you know, even I love even just having these little masterminds with you because, Um, these little things come out, like we've all heard, fill your own cup, fill your own cup, fill your own well. If you, if you don't fill your own well, you're not going to have enough to give to other people and to help other people, but to fill your own cup and let it spill over to help others. Isn't that beautiful?
1: It is beautiful because I mean, we're, we're all here to serve each other and to help each other out because again, we're all not only in the same damn situation, we are the same damn thing. Again, just translate mm-hmm. it into different forms. But, but, but at the same time, I really want to put a caveat on that because too many people have that mentality that, that, that we're just here to serve others and basically be a freaking martyr. And that's yes. not the case. Giving to everybody, there's, there's one person, a very important person included in that that we all too often forget, and that includes, our, includes ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, we, yes we, we're supposed to be kind to everybody, but we've got to be kind to ourselves as well. Because we are, I mean, we're all equal. We Mm -hmm. all deserve the same amount of love, which again includes loving ourselves.
0: Yep, absolutely. So that's huge. In my web, I do a free webinar training every single week. And I mean, I give kick-ass content away. I give content away that I give my high-paying clients. So that Mm -hmm. is my give back, right? Like I love giving back. I love teaching this because there's a lot of clients or people who connect with me and say, oh, I, you know, I'm I'm not in a position to pay right now. Okay, great. Make sure you tune into the free webinar trainings every Thursday. I give you guys an hour long training on how to build your business and so on and so forth. But the one thing I always share is that, you know, I honor a few different things, the mother that I am, the business that I do, but also my passions, right? Mm -hmm. I also honor Mm -hmm. what it is that fulfills me and that's just as important as taking care of anybody else out there because you're going to fill the well up right and then it's going to mm-hmm. fill on over to everybody else around you and you're going to model that and it's just all around a great situation when you give back to you
1: mm-hmm. so
0: um now we got about 10 minutes left so which is awesome but I know that people are going to want to work with you. So how, how can they work with you? How can they get a hold of you? Uh, they
1: can get a hold of me through my website, mysoulgasm.com. Uh, Facebook, of course, Dan King Soulgasm. uh And I'm on Twitter and Instagram as well. I don't, I barely use Twitter and Instagram. I should probably do that more. So a little personal reminder for myself as I'm talking about this. Um, but I'm on Facebook all the time. I haven't been posting that much lately because uh, mm-hmm. I've kind of just been going within a little bit. I mean, it, it, And I think that that speaks to what we all need to go through. Um, You know, there's times where we do, especially with all these major energetic shifts going on. If you feel like reclusing, if you feel like it's it's time that you just got to kind of step away and just really connect with yourself, follow that desire. Um, Because, again, that's about giving to yourself. Uh, It's about filling your own cup. Um, we need to recharge. We need to recluse. We need to, to, to nurture and nourish our own selves so that we can continue being the best we can be for others. Um, You know, one of my favorite examples of that, and and because, again, there's so many people who just give, 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 and they're so great at giving, but they suck so badly at receiving for themselves. Yeah. Because, again, they have this martyrdom type of mindset that we're all here to just serve, serve, serve. And, yes, that's true. We're all here to give to others, but you need to give to yourself and, therefore, receive. Um, And one of my favorite quotes is that if you don't, or if you give a breath and don't take one back, what happens? Ooh. Right. Um, so it just that that right there exemplifies just how important it is to receive. I mean, we, the universe is a reciprocal entity. It it it's always working and giving and receiving. So you need to receive for yourself as well, uh, just as much as you need to give. Why? Because you deserve it. Because you're worthy. Because you are a perfect creation of a source that does not make mistakes. You deserve your best life. And yes, giving is great. We're here to give, but you need to receive for yourself as well.
0: That's amazing. Again, I never heard that quote. If you give a breath and don't take one back, what happens? That's exactly. such an amazing way to explain it. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. Now I lost my thought. I was like, oh, and there's one more thing. But I totally lost my thought. <laughs> I was writing that down.
1: Ah! I need All to good. get somebody All else. Good. We so... can save it for next time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. So. Thank you so much for being here. I always love when we can connect, and I'm really excited to connect like in person and see you yes. on the stage again. Do you have any other workshops coming up other than uh, January seventh?
1: Um, well, I mean, I'm kind of in the lab right now. I'm 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 in the process of putting together. Um, I we we talked about this a uh, few months back because I was originally. Uh, Planning on doing it in November, but life has just happened, and uh, just with this agent and everything, so uh, I'm bumping everything back. I'm hoping to do a major Soulgasm live event in March, uh, where oh, I'll be hey. uh, where I'll be where I'll be filming it uh, for release through my website um, um, and things of that nature. So that is in the works. Um, other than that, I'm uh, again putting this deal together with an agent, and then hopefully we'll be shopping around for some publishers for the Soulgasm series pretty soon. Um, and yeah, so, I'm always available for for one-on-ones, of course. And again, you can get a hold of me through mysoulgasm.com or my Facebook page, Danking Soulgasm, or you can just call my wonderful assistant Susan at triple eight five thousand and uh, and book through her.
0: Okay, so eight 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 five thousand. I'm also Is going that not the best to, number ever. Oh, it is. Totally is. Does it mean anything to you?
1: That that was actually my my grandma's phone number. No. For years, yeah, and then really? she had she yeah she passed away in two thousand nine. I was looking for a new uh, a new apartment at that time, um, and so I ended up leasing her old place, and I just kept her number because I just loved it so much. And now that's uh, now that's the that, now that's the soulgasm line now.
0: Good, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, there was one more thing. Oh, right. I'm actually going to add your information on my website for when people hop onto my website because then anybody who goes to my website will get your information as well.
1: But Beautiful. also, are they
0: going to be able to? Are they going to be able to um, buy your books at the January seventh workshop?
1: I'm, I'm absolutely hoping to, so um, I'm getting foreplay designed as we speak um, I'll okay. probably I mean I was as I talked about last time I'm pulling quickies off the shelves because I'm kind of uh, redeveloping or well, not redeveloping but I've kind of changed how I want to release that I want to release that after uh, the fact more as a you know kind of nice quick reminders um, for people who have read the full series because uh, there's just mm-hmm. certain information in there that unless you've read you know, at least a few of the books in the full series, you won't really necessarily understand. So foreplay, whereas in the beginning it was going to be a prequel to the full series, it's now going to be a bonus book. Um, but uh, as I said, I'm hoping to have copies of foreplay uh, available uh, in hard copy by January 7th. Um, but if not, I'll have it available some some way, even in an ebook format by that time. So yes, it will be yeah. available, and people will also be ava- People will also be ava- or able to book uh, private one-on-ones with me uh, at the event. I will be offering a deal for anybody who attends the workshop.
0: Awesome! There's going to be some amazing opportunities for everybody who attends the workshop.
1: I think I lost you there, Tanya. Oh, no. No, I got you now. I can hear you now. Oh, I can't hear you now.
0: Can you hear me it's now? It's cutting
1: out like crazy. Yeah, I can hear you Oh, now. no. Okay. Yeah, no, I got well, you now. I got you now.
0: Okay. So I'm just going to sign off then. I don't want any more I don't want uh, any of the listeners to, to listen to me cutting in and out. But I'm celebrating you for being here, and I can't wait until January 7th where we can actually connect in person on stage. And for everybody out there listening, go to investinyourselfcourse.com. There's a tab there. Click on it, register, and get your spot now. There's limiting, limited seats, and seats are selling quickly. Love you all. Have an amazing day. Thanks, Dan.
1: Thank you, Tanya.
0: Take care. Bye-bye.